Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Good morning. We're off into the uh, into the run on this. How would you describe it, Rob? What, what, what you're feeling with the weather? It's quite it's, nice. Obviously. It's really lovely. It's uh, it's not lovely as in balmy sunshine. It's cool and humid and. The, it's not quite raining, but it could, slightly and it has spitting. been. Slightly spitting. And, uh, yeah. and the plants are loving it. All the trees and bushes are just going, Lah. we're probably going to uh, uh, kill some snails today. As a, uh, as a really nice uh, Ghanaian fellow who worked at the, at the petrol station, he was the most friendly, cheerful bloke I've ever met. He'd come from extreme hardship in his life. So he knew joy. Yeah, he was amazing, yeah. Whenever the kids came into the shop, he'd say, take anything, any, he'd just give them sweets. He was one of those. <laughs> he was brilliant. And whenever it rained, he goes, the trees love the rain. He was yeah. one of those. Absolutely. And they do. I mean, look at these trees up here. We're just crossing the road to go down onto our classic Parkland Walk. But these trees are loving it. They're on fire. They're not on fire. They couldn't be on fire. Uh, it's the wrong phrase, particularly wet. in light of what's going on in Canada. Apologies if you're in there, but let's think to this. They so, are. yeah, what are we going to do today? We're going to do wow, look at this. A, a lazy seven-mile loop. That's how I'll describe it. Good. A few hills, lots of soft underfoot. Yep. Lots of chit-chat. I'm, I'm, I feel, I don't know about you, but I'm just going to say it, I feel totally over the marathon now. Yeah, right. Do you how mean do you, how do you psychologically feel? or physically or what? I just sort of both through it. Well, physically, well, the fact that I got in touch with you last week and said, I'm going to do the... The marathon in October. To me, yeah, that yeah, indicates yeah. I'm already kind of. Yeah, let's start that already. We are me. doing. We are doing the Yorkshire marathon. That's the next marathon, isn't it? And that's in York. Yeah, that's, that's right. going to be great. October the uh, 9th, some such. Of course, being a Yorkshire lad. Yeah. Bit of a homecoming for me. Yeah, yeah. They'll still remember me there. Do you think that'll give me a psychological advantage? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Home pitch. Should I get Yorkshire Paul written on my shirt? <laughs> Just to ramp it up a notch. No, some kind of phrase. I've yeah. been to London. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's so just the fact I've decided to do that indicates some sort of 
Well, that is, yeah. <laughs> well, it's part it of it as well. I feel like looking forward is really good, and it so shows a level of obsession as well because, yeah, planning for the next one is is really helping me work it through. But I don't know if that counts. Planning for the next one is getting over it so much as not being able to get away from it. <laughs> well, you feel a bit kind of. You sort of feel a bit rootless, don't you, without one to... Yeah. You feel like... Oh, it's like Christmas or the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah, but you're also sort of like, when you, if you're preparing for a marathon, to be fair, I haven't started preparing for it yet. Well, I'm, just, I'm just running and getting quicker. Yeah. But, um, but you've got something to kind of hold all the training, haven't you, when you've got a big race. It could be anything. It could be a marathon or a 10K or anything, but you've yeah, got yeah. something to contain your running within, haven't you? Yeah, a deadline. Yeah, and the framework of like, woo, woo. yeah, those moments where. Yeah, sorry, look where we are. It is In beautiful. This weather, it? it looks like the beginning of Rays of the Lost Ark. It's gorgeous. It's very, very nice today. But it also gives you a like thing of like, you know, your diet and everything, doesn't it? And just yeah, sort absolutely. Of like, I'm not going to have the seventh biscuit. Oh, you know you, I mean? you've been being strict already, then. No, not really. <laughs> not really. Still on eight biscuits. The the uh, the booze is. I've got a bit of a tough one going on with the booze, to be honest. Because I shouldn't think there's a day since the marathon when I haven't had a drink. Right. Yeah. You've been hitting the old G and T's. Nothing like a bit of sauce. Yeah. And the great thing with drinking, no downside. No, absolutely not. No, they just feel great the next day. Yeah, always. Wake up ready for more booze. It's good that, you know, not drinking and driving. I can't really drink and comedy. Right. I mean, I don't believe that you should anyway. What, in terms of drinking before a gig? Yeah, yeah. And some people, and to I'm be not fair. talking about getting hammered, I'm talking about having a drink. Yeah. Um, but I can't do that. I lose it with the technical stuff and stuff. My timing goes. So if not I'm not working, I don't... I have a little bit of a break on it, which is great. But like you say, a bit of training gives you the opportunity to be a bit more abstemious. But some guys drink before the gig and during the gig. And after the gig. And of course, after the gig. But yeah. it becomes part of their shtick, doesn't it? Yeah, it becomes part of their life. And most crutch. people are called alcoholics. That's right. Because they gig five or six nights a week. <laughs> <laughs> and they're constantly gigging. But the thing that's happened with my... With my life, yeah, is that uh, bloody wife has stopped drinking. Oh, how dare she! I know she's put the kibosh on it, yeah, and that's quite tricky. So, what am I meant to do, Rob? Um, you, stop, <laughs> you should stop as well. Show, ask, ask Rob, show support. You're training for Yorkshire now, anyway. No, but I'm, the thing, I'm not starting my training for Yorkshire. You started your training for that Yorkshire already, June. You started your training already. Well, then you're training for the training. But what I've been doing is... God, why? Sorry. Yeah, we got, we got... Terrible action. That's the only trouble with this great we got humid spring there. weather. And so many flies died on my face last time I went for a run. But later in the day, flies were bringing little bunches of flowers to my face. <laughs> in remembrance. Yeah. They had a festival. <laughs> So I've just been drinking around the house when she's not there. Great. Which is <laughs> that sounds <laughs> healthy. <laughs> yeah. I've been downstairs. Where's Dad? He's in the basement. <laughs> so it's all going to... I'm not going to be able to drink much. No. Which will be good and bad. The good thing is I won't be drinking much, but the bad thing is I won't be drinking much. Yeah. Because it's good fun drinking. And so, psychologically, what we're saying is 
what came what started out as a claim to have got over the marathon is now an admission that we're drinking to forget and that we've replaced the marathon with another one yes so the obsession is ongoing yeah yeah no but you're right you're right physically is there anything you've still got from the marathon anything um, anything noticeable not really yeah. i mean I, I actually no i sort of feel okay how about you yeah i've got a couple of things be honest rob come on i think i'm very disappointed with these shoes what kind of shoes are they? They're, um, I can never remember the name. They're Nike, uh, Obscured by Moonlight. Oh, God, what are they called? Anyway, okay. I don't make them anymore. And I really right. liked the, the first pair I got. So I sought them out online yeah. to replace them ahead of the marathon, and I did. And during the marathon, my right foot hurt. And oh, right. after a couple of miles, oh, wow. it hurts again. Right. And I think it's the shoes. Okay. But to be fair, I think my feet might have shrunk again. What again? Well, when I lost weight... Your feet periodically shrink. Yeah, well, when I lost loads of weight, my feet dropped to shoe size, which is ridiculous. Because <laughs> I didn't have fat feet. Yeah, I've never heard that. Yeah, when I lost weight, I lost the weight off my whole body. Right. I think that's also how... I didn't think of myself as being particularly fat before, it's because I wore it all over like a suit. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I lost weight off my hands so and feet. So your ears went as well. Yeah. Your ears went down the notch. Doubtless. I lost my wedding ring, you know, because it fell off my skinny finger. Right. I had to go down a shoe size. You had to buy new earmuffs. Shoes, shoes have got much harder to buy because my shonky toes stayed the same size. Yeah. So it's proportionately a bigger problem than it used to be. And I think. They might have gone down another half a size. Wow. So it might not be these shoes full. I think they might just be a little bit too big for me. Does the reduction in size extend to all extremities? No, no we, that's we, the no, magic. That's a good thing about it. Yeah, that's, that's where it all goes. Yeah, actually, yeah. turns out. <laughs> turns out. <laughs> man, man, massive. So you'll be in pain shortly. Not yet, I'll let you know. But I would like to know... Listeners' opinions on shoes. Yeah. Two things. One, what I love about the Nikes is the way they give a really good support at the back around the heel. Okay. But they're really soft. They're really light and soft. They're not too rigid all over. Now, one, I like recommendations for shoes that are like that. Not necessarily Nike, but maybe. And two, your opinion on whether doing the longer run I should go back to the big boaty ones well that's what I do yeah I'm wearing big bunch of shoes for have you seen there's that new shoe coming out that's got a kind of built-in soft ankle support that goes sort of up the ankle but as part of the shoe a kind of slipper racing there's a new funky one that is it one of those big one slippers you wear on both feet with the sheepskin inside they're not that good for marathon, are they? No. You know when you see people lining up with those, at the, they're not going to be troubling the My leaders. My kind of yeah. doing the double hop, coughing as she smokes her black cat. She was never a big net marathon runner, my nan. But she did have one of those big sheepskin one-foot slippers. So you've got your, is, is your foot the only thing that's kind of... No. Um, my right thigh, Yeah. specifically, whatever the muscle is, it comes up from my knee on the outside. Okay. I think I probably mentioned before. It was a bit numb. It was totally numb. Right. It's not numb anymore. It prickles and burns. So I think I'm working something through then, and there's healing going on. And I also have to remind myself that 
It wasn't that long well, ago. And I'm running quite a lot now. Right. So it's not just healing, it's going, hey, ease up with the running. So you, have but you equally, it's not troubling me, so I think it is healing healthily, so it doesn't hurt when I'm running at all. And does the stretching and uh, stuff help? Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah, it just grumbles a bit between runs. But it is odd how specific it is. It's quite impressive how my body's kind of working it through. It seems to me... I think it might be related to the shoe. As an outsider. Yeah. That you have reacted to a slightly disappointing London in terms of time, not in effort. I know you gave it everything. Yeah. By having a look at your training, seeing what needs to be done... I'm basically slightly worried that you've gone back into it too quickly. I know he's saying And I'm worried that you're going to peak. Yeah, yeah. Or injure yourself. I might be snatching at it slightly. Yeah, I you've hear that. You've got a lot of time. Yeah, I must be careful. Yeah. I haven't run very far Good. since the marathon. Okay. I think that if I run seven today, we're not running too fast. Yeah. I've done like a five and a six. I only run. Right. I'm still on two to three runs a week rather than three. Okay. And the main thing I brought back is... Uh, those other exercises. Yes. Well, that's good. And that's They're great. They're great post They feel good. They feel really good. I've gone up. I did start planking straight away. That was my promise. Yeah. As you know. So I did a week of minutes, five days of one minute plank. Yeah. Five days of a minute and a half plank, and I'm up to two now. Wow. Up to the two minutes. That's good planking. I keep putting it on till I get up to four hours. Let's be let's be plankful for the planking. Oh, nice. But the uh, plank you for that. I've actually planker. I oh, it smells nice here. Oh, it smells gorgeous. Is that those flowers, I don't know. Just get these flowers it's just, just to just kind of visually catch that smell. It's so verdant to London today. It's ridiculous. It's that sort of dizzying seasonal confusion, isn't it? Yeah, nature yeah. just doesn't know what's going on. Hasn't we had that surge at the weekend? I went for a couple of runs at the weekend actually because I just when it's sunny, I just like to go out for a yeah, run. Yeah, yeah. I just like it. So where have you been and how did it go? So it, was, it was hot, wasn't it? Yeah, I just did sort of what we're about to do now. So I just did a, a seven on Sunday morning. And I actually... Uh, I, that was excellent, wasn't it? There was a woman walking... We are running down the road and she was walking down the road. It feels like we've had our own little street festival. Yeah. There's no cars, so yeah, that's right, down the middle. We, uh, I actually did a... I went to Heathside Harriers yesterday. Yeah. And did a track <laughs> session. He, he, he started with the guys. Yeah. With the fellas and the women there. And it was the first sort of club session I've been to in probably 30 years. <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. You'll do that I'm again. I'm considering joining, joining the Harriers. Nice. Becoming a Harrier. Because I want to get faster this summer. Harriers so are particularly good at running on the spot. I'd say, yeah, jump jet joke. Yeah. <laughs> Not a hilarious one, I'll give you that. But, uh, so we did five, we went to this track, which was really busy. Dropping down back into Queenswood, in Queenswood yet? One of these woods, anyway. And we did five 600 metre reps. It was meant to be 1,500 metre pace. Yeah. With quite short recoveries. And I really enjoyed it. It was yeah, tough, yeah. but I really enjoyed it. See, just then, and I'm, don't get me wrong, this is purely technical, I'm totally into it. But as you started to get specific there, I stopped being able to understand. Well, it got a bit technical. 600 metres is just one half. 1,500 and then with recoveries, but we were really brief, but they were six reps and at 1,500 pace. So what you do... That sounds a bit more like maths than running to me. 
it was running. <laughs> good, good. It was fast running. Good. So it was like f- it was like the equivalent by the end of it of running nearly two miles at five minute twenty per mile pace. Okay. That's so fast then. Which can only be good. Could but be it was better. just like it was just intense bursts of track gunfire. Track mayhem. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. Yeah, cool. Well, I um, dropped my daughter off in the sunshine in uh, Islington. Yeah. And I ran to Primrose Hill. Do you remember when we did that 17? Yeah. And we ran out along the canal all the way to Primrose Hill. Yeah. I did that. It's absolutely fantastic. It was so sunny. Oh, man. So many people, but I was kind of ready for it. Yeah. Although that bit in the food market in Camden was just preposterous. Yeah, pretty busy. Uh, but I did it. I got through. And then I went to Primrose Hill. I saw how far I'd gone, how much time I had, and in light of what you were saying about going back too hard, you're probably right, I ran up Primrose Hill like that. Yeah. So I ran straight down the front of it. Yeah. And then ran straight back up the front of it again, just to get a couple of hills. To get some hills. And that was very satisfying. Because that's a big thing for you, you want to get more hills. Absolutely, it's good for the engine. Yeah. So I did that straight away. Yeah. And back, and the whole thing felt great. And all in the heat as well. It was a the heat's just made for running, isn't it? Just a whiff of that spirit of Cyprus. Yeah. I found it amazing. It's so British, isn't it? The number of people who by midday on Saturday were saying, it's, it's, actually, it's actually a bit too hot. <laughs> it's like, guys, it isn't. No. It just isn't. But people people get, do love to moan. But they also get really desperate about it. It's like, this yeah. might be it. This might be summer right here. Yeah. I'll never get this again. They just go absolutely mental. Yeah, yeah, but of course, I was one of them. Because I have them in my shorts and T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Just lapping it up. Well, it's life, isn't it? You make the best of it. And, and we both got a bit of a tan. Yeah. We both, you catch the sun. Well, I tan easy. I mean, I tan ridiculously. Yeah. I'm probably getting tan now. Yeah. With my blue hair these days. I look like I look like a like a Marge Simpson's hat <laughs> on a caramac. That's my look, which is great. You know, I love that. I love having being not just one but two ridiculous colours. To be fair about the heat, two friends of mine did the Hackney Half. Oh, of course. And a Hackney Half does seem to be cursed with heat. That seemed to because they moved it forward. Because the year I did it, it was in June. Yeah. And it was so hot. We talked about that before. Yeah. But they did it on Sunday, and of course it was the hottest day of the year. You know. It caught a lot of people out. Everyone I spoken to was like, "Yeah, it was just five, ten minutes slower than I hoped," and there was yeah. people really suffering. And you know, Hackney Half in particular, the last three miles are in shade-free. Olympic Park. I always think of the bit in Lawrence of Arabia where he goes back into the Devil's Anvil. Yeah. In the in the extreme heat to save his friend, and he says, doesn't he, Lawrence of Arabia, when he's on the Devil's Anvil, he says, "If anything, it's it's too hot." <laughs> <laughs> and there, I think you can respect him. I thought you were going to say this reminds me of the Hackney Half, <laughs> but didn't they deliberately? Slow people down to walk towards the tail end. They were getting worried about heat exhaustion. Well, I think that's fair. It got fair. a bit dangerous, didn't it? I don't know about that, but I can see why they would, because people just press on, don't they? It's so hard to recognise the way it, really it all is changes. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 And equally, I think we all benefited from the chill in London. Although we were so lucky, I think, with the weather. Nearly got hypothermia straight after, but that's a whole other but it story. Was, it was perfect, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, my feet are shrunk. Yeah. My knee's hurting. Uh, no, thigh, and I'm probably going at it too hard. Right. You, in the meantime, are going out with your real friends and running five-minute miles. No, no, okay, no, 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 we're all no, set. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the whole thing has rekindled 
the inner club runner with me. Yeah, and how competitive is club running? Is it like a parkrun? Is it kind of as competitive as you want it to be? Yeah, absolutely. There's people of all levels. Like yesterday, we did these these intervals that you don't understand or, or want to understand. So it's 15 reps and then a very short burst. It's five. And then you go, you're at pace. For it's five times one and a half laps around the track. To carry four. So you're being intentionally <laughs> obstructed. That's fair. And you had a... You had a uh, you had three levels of people doing it. So you had the people really, really quick. Up, up, upstairs. And then uh, you had the B group, and I was in. A, I was towards the back of the B lot. Oh God! Slippery, slippery yeah. here. I nearly slipped in this mud. But I didn't. And then, and you had the C group. So you had just three. And it's everyone's just. It's it's like what running is. Everyone's at their own level. Aren't yeah, it's they? like the clubs as well, like the the nightclubs and things like that. Just uh, I haven't got much experience of that stuff. Yeah, 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 totally. But it's uh, it's. Like, I always think that's a great thing we run. It's a total leveler. Yeah. And no one cares how quick or slow people. It's all about your effort. There's only one way in life, and that's your own. That's your own. That's your. It's the levelers. That's your own. That's a total leveler. <laughs> so people don't care. Yeah. Cool. People just do it. So, so and, and by the end, you've just done. Ooh. I mean, there was one bloke I'd met who'd done a 2.56 marathon in London. Yeah. He must have been about 60. Yeah. He's running he, at about 60. Well, no, he set off for the reps, just couldn't hack it after London, just didn't bother doing it anymore. Yeah. So you've got people just having their own experience. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 balancing things out. And you've I got, like that. And you've got your classic old gnarly coach <laughs> who's sort of shouting out times as you go past. Is it like Sid Caesar in Greece? So he's, he's like <laughs> big fat cigar. He was quite lardy. <laughs> he didn't look obviously athletic, <laughs> um, but he was just quite good. Just quite a laugh, you know. When we came here a, a few this weeks ago, great. he was saying that this is like Jurassic Park. It's so much more like Jurassic it's Park amazing. now. It's amazing. I'm, j- I'm slightly concerned that something un- gonna unusual is going to gonna come from. That's there. quite sweet. It's quite a little one. Oh, it's <laughs> me with poison. Look at that. That's possibly. Living biological specimens in there. I love this part of the room, though. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, um, the running... What was I going to say about Dunia? Ah, you made me think something's gone. And also, I've got the music from the opening sequence of Road to Lost Start playing in my head. It's Sats. My son's in year six doing his Sats. And I did... I am doing my assignment. My mum and dad saying... If you finish your assignment, we're going to see Rose of the Lost Ark on Friday. Yeah. And uh, Friday came, and we all got dressed up and got to the front door. I've seen this time of year, it's just fantastic. What are we talking, 80, 80, you know, 83, 84? Yeah. And, uh, or earlier, anyway, 80, 80, 81, doesn't matter. Um, and then I got to the door, and we were all ready to go. And I said, look, Mum, Dad, I didn't, I didn't actually finish my assignment <laughs> <laughs> and they went oh well and of course we still went to the well, that's nice. they weren't going to have their Friday well, night it's nice let you go, yeah. I thought I was going to be in real trouble it was a very special moment confession. Yeah. Yeah. well and I really thought I did it was a, I was confessed in full um, spirit of expecting the night everyone to give me that crestfallen look and to go up to their rooms and lock themselves that's in that's it then the night's <laughs> off <laughs> cancelled <laughs> Probably from a parenting point of view, they should have done. Yeah. 
Um, Thank goodness I didn't. So we're going to the cinema on Friday, and I just made the link. Thank to you see, very much. To see uh, Florence All Jenkins. Right. Florence Foster Jenkins. I've heard good things about that. Well, apparently Hugh Grant in particular is great. I'm sure Meryl Streep is also great, but she's so great, people just take her greatness yeah. for granted. Um, or Captain America Civil War. Which yes. I've heard is, uh, well, yeah, the initial yeah. reviews were very strong. My kid wants to meet Word of mouth is more mediocre. So have your kid's been doing the sats at the moment? My son is, yeah. Right. He's, he's all right, though. He's very, uh, he's, he's very sanguine. Uh, so, uh, it's in his nature to be very uh, unflappable. Um, so you not in a wildly confident way. He's a big softy. He's just really steady. You weren't and their school's been quite bad. And I'm sure they're not the only one. You know, sort of playing into it. This stuff in the media about the kids getting stressed about exams. Yeah. And to fix that, fix, in inverted commas, the school are like, oh, you might be stressed this week, kids. So make sure you do this and that. It's like, well, they're going to be stressed. Yeah. Now you've told them that they're going yeah, to yeah, be. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? So, But he's not like that. He's quite, he knows he's pretty strong. Of course, the other weird thing is all maths and English. I mean, right. never mind creativity and modern technologies, there isn't even any, I don't know, geography or history or anything, just maths, maths and English. Were you not tempted to join in the strike action? It was a year, to, a year two, really. Right. Um, which is quite right, I mean, they're four years younger than him, they're seven for goodness sake. Yeah. So, it wasn't on the table for us. But, and also, yeah, he's loving it. I mean, the other thing that happened with the Sats this week is they... Uh, Someone leaked the results. Yes, I saw that. And I felt it was the, exactly his test, you know, that went out online. You're right. On Monday yeah. night for a test he was doing on Tuesday morning. Wow. But I didn't want to tell him because he, he's already, he's good to go, you know. Yeah. And, uh, no, and that, and that would be bad parents. So we're all going to go to the cinema. He's probably going to turn around on Thursday night and say, actually, I did it really badly. Yeah. And I go, never mind, off we go. And the so, so the actual results of the thing were leaked online, so kids could have a look if they wanted to. No, the to. questions. The questions, right. But, of course, if you could look at the questions with your tutor or your parents or your teacher the night before the exam, the answers, particularly to, at the level they're at, might be available. Yes. But it's that sort of uh, brief point about the educational system. Yes. I think if you can put off... Hot housing kids for exams as long as possible. Oh, yeah. Because when, by the time you get to, you know, secondary school, O levels, A levels, it's all about the exams. Absolutely. Just crazy. And as someone was saying last night, exams. one of the other comedians I was on with last night was saying, it's all very well if you want a uh, service industry, a bunch of intelligent people to get on the phone and talk to people about money and services and generally yeah. do office jobs at all levels. Yeah. But if you want a new uh, Beatles or uh, Grayson Perry yeah. or, you know. But those people come anyway. You can't, pr I mean. I don't know. I think things like art school create a space for that, you know. It's not, you can't yeah. just assume it's going to happen. Well, apart from anything else, it will happen, but they'll all be rich. Yeah. You know, the whole kind of uh, Julie Walters, Mike Lee thing would die yeah. away and it would just all be uh, well, that's already happening. That's who about Benedict Cumberbatch and Eddie Redman are. Yeah. Excellent actors. But also rich, posh school graduates who've got the time to sit around being creative. You know? Yeah. 
He don't agree, do you? Well, just he talent, doesn't agree. Just think talent finds a way. I mean, yeah. I, I know what you're saying, but that's, I, mean, I think that's Shane Meadows. Someone else's problem. Class people come through. But do they? To ask Shane Meadows what his background is. Has he ever spent any time signing on? Did he have to have to prove what he was fit for work? You know? Yeah, but all the, but the people who did that in the 80s, that was part of a generation who did really well in the arts. Yeah. Who, to, who, who signed on. That's right. So if you can't, you don't, you won't. Yeah, but, 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 no, but my argument is, is that people did. People oh, yeah, were brought up in terms of the recession in the late 70s and 80s and signed yeah, yeah. on benefits. They still came through. Yeah, but I, think, I know what you're saying. Obviously, I think the welfare state was much stronger in those days. You need to support. You could still such still university grants existed in the eighties. Yeah, no, that was that's very important. But then again, more kids are going to university. More working class kids are going to university. Yeah, but it, like, now we're full circle. Then going back to university just to learn yeah. skills for work. It's all vocational. There's, there's a kind of no, no one's curating that concept of. Spending five years of your life kicking back, wondering what you might do next. Yeah, yeah. Which I know, you know, that's exactly what people don't want because it sounds like a waste of time. But it was but that's good where fun. I, that's where ideas come from. It was good fun, yeah. Hey, they've taken away the little bridge. On all the jobs, the that, isn't all the jobs that kids are learning how to do, they could very well get robotized anyway. Exactly, exactly. The jobs won't necessarily exist. It'll all be alright. That's nice. Isn't it? Do you want to do it? Why are we going to do run across the cricket pitch? In our bare feet. Uh, in, in, oh, I, can't, I can't take my shoes and socks. Can't you? Can't you? Yeah, all right, we'll I'm do that. Do okay. just gonna, just gonna, let's go over to the bench. We're going to take, we did this probably exactly a year ago, didn't we? So, we'll pop our shoes off. There's a t- if you can hear a voice in the background, it's an incredibly strident teacher. But she's not doing maths. And that is, that's important. Okay, these, I'll be able to tell you what shoe, my shoes are then. Yeah. So do you have different? Do you have several different running shoes? I've just got two pairs. I've got one for sort of like lazy big mileage, like these ones here. Yeah. And then I've got I've got my got your racers. Lunar eclipse. Am I, our feet are going to be so dirty. It's all right. Okay. It's good. So for what me. we've done here, we've seen a nice little bit of smooth, wet grass, and we've decided to do a few. Cool wet grass. Cool wet grass. Outside. Cool wet grass is what Peter Duncan had to say to himself when he walked on the hot coals on uh, Blue Peter. Yeah. We don't have to say cool wet grass because it is cool wet grass. Okay, so those of you who have been thinking, what, how, how disgusting exactly are these feet? <laughs> there you go. This is them. They'll see, they'll see a deformity on the right there. Every second toe is black. Prepare yourselves. There it is. What about Mike? Do you want to get? Oh, Tonkin! No, I'm not. Even, I can't. Even, okay. Do you want to see a picture of Tonkin? Just a quick ganglion. We're going to lose go a lot of listeners uh, when I show people pictures of your ganglion. Oh, <laughs> oh God, that meant I had to. <laughs> okay, so. So can I tell you quickly before we do this the story of why I love doing this so much? Yeah. Is Let's go to the cricket sight screen and we'll run from one to the other. No, tell me, tell no, because you've got to run through th- through uh, okay. Through so we'll why just run up and down. Why do you love this so much? Because when I was a when I was a kid, um, my my dad married this woman, and she was a bit of a maniac. Yeah, and she didn't like me going running. It's a bit of a confession, this. And she used to confiscate my running trainers. So what I used to do is I used to get up before anyone was up in the house. She was a maniac. Yeah, and I used to go to the local golf course and do sprints on the grass in, at dawn. With a with a uh, with with a red grass. And it was so we're basically we're it's on it's that it's golf it's course it's at dawn right now. It's a slight reenactment, but it's much more joyful because I'm, I'm an adult. She's not here. I'm with a really good mate, and it's all good fun. But I've, but I do like running on grass as well in your bare feet. Yeah, do you not it like feels, it? It's it feels great already. It? I love it. Now I actually think it's so healthy for me to do it because I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it, and then I do. You know, it's, it's so a classic. Uh, 
So we'll ju- we'll just do it. We'll just do four times now, and don't don't leather it, but just 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 yeah, stride out. Okay, lead the Come way. Here we go. go. First one. Here we go. <laughs> it feels so nice, and then <laughs> it might be a stone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which would be fun for everyone. That's nice. Well, I think, in the spirit of confession, um, here we go. That's enough. That's it. Are we, are we going back again? Are we yeah, take yeah, a break? Yeah. We'll have a little jog, then we'll go back. I love it. That's wonderful. See, they're not even that far enough to get tired. They're just no, a little no, leg no, stretch. Just a little push. Go on, then, in the spirit of confession. Yeah, so we've had my, not doing my assignment, still seeing where it's all start. <laughs> You're going down to the golf course for a run on the grass at yeah. dawn, which is very romantic. It's all a bit... Jane Eyre, that one. Yeah. Um, On the clifftops. I told a story in the show last night. Now, this is... It's very difficult doing a topical show because I got lumped with... um, They wanted me to do comedy about Hillsborough. So, well, there's nothing funny about it. They don't want to talk about it, you know? Yeah. So, I ended up telling them a story of something that happened to me. Are we going again? It's number three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, During the actual Hillsborough disaster... Yeah. I was at a friend's house, and it was unfolding on the television. First of all, his mum came in, yeah. and we gradually realised, like you do with terrible, terrible things, the horrific magnitude of what was happening. It was a slow unfolding, was uh, Yeah. And because at first it's like, oh, I wonder if they're going to you know, start the football up again or whatever. Yeah. And, and then realising that people were dying. And uh, obviously it was a terrible thing. Yeah. So I went home because we didn't really feel like playing. And uh, when I got home, I was feeling pretty low, as you would. And uh, is that us? Yeah. Oh, thanks, listeners, for coming with us on those four little sprints. <laughs> that was good. Um, I think that will probably uh, cure all my foot aches. It's actually good cool to, run on, to run on grass a little bit for your feet. So I got home. Yeah. And uh, I said, oh, do you know what's this terrible? Did you hear what happened? And my brother and my dad said, is it about the football? And I said, yeah. And they said, well, don't tell us anything. We're taking it. <laughs> oh. So obviously I went to the, to be fair to them, imagine how bad they felt. I kind of just went to the kitchen and started crying. And my mum oh, no. put it all together and explained it to them. That's like a really sad likely lads, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ow. Oh, no. I just, my foot just slipped as I sat on the bench with my shoes on. I just slipped on the cool, wet grass and kicked the raw iron end of the bench pretty much as hard as I could. Nice. Yeah. But hey, it's good for me. Look at my foot now. It's filthy. So that's my uh, experience of that tragedy. And, you know, it's all context, isn't it? It's all perspective. (sighs) Terrible thing. So England, isn't it? This. this Yeah, that's right. It's like the view from... uh, Mansfield Park. It couldn't be more English. Glorious. Mansfield Park where Fanny Price is somehow saying goodbye to the pre-Industrial Revolution Britain that's lasted for generations. Yeah. Even though Jane Austen can't possibly have known that the Industrial Revolution was coming. She she kind of did. It's a wonderful it thing. Is, it does, this does harken back to a bygone age, doesn't it? Yeah. Public school, kids playing in the thing, cricket season about to begin. Did they have Labrapoodles in the in Elizabethan times? I think they had Labradoodles. 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 Yeah. Uh, I saw a dog the other day. It was really big. It was it was mastiff. (laughs) (laughs) 
They don't have... Uh, um, there's no crosses, apart from posh crosses like that that have names. Yeah. Like cockapoos and labradoodles. Dogs that with no discernible breed yeah. don't sell anymore. People only have posh dogs, don't they? Right. They only have pure breeds and obvious crosses. Yeah. You've got to feel sorry. In the old days, you know, you could just have a dog that was absolutely unique to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is it? Complete I don't know. It's just our yeah. dog. Just got together with something. Yeah. So, I, uh, talking of Jane Austen, um, uh, which was my specialist subject on Mastermind. Yeah. I did a uh, um, quiz, celebrity quiz this week. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say which one. Um, it'll be on telly one day, and I was probably not supposed to. Uh, all I'll say is, as a competitive person. Yeah. It wasn't that good for me. <laughs> Who were the other celebs there? Uh, 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 I, I'm not sure I'm even allowed to tell you that. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. But you know, I've won those things before, and this time I. Uh, uh, can you give us one other celeb? You can surely give us one. Boris Johnson's dad and sister. Really? The Johnsons were there. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, and I was thinking, because I also ran to that place. I remember when we were down by the canal going to Primrose Hill on that 17-miler. Yeah. You said... You said. You, you said. you said. You said that I claimed I wasn't competitive. And I was thinking, no, I don't think I did. But I can see why he thought that. <laughs> <laughs> because what it is is I don't like to compete. And that's not the same as not being competitive. It's because it's I'm too competitive. I yeah, don't like to compete because I hate to lose. No, but that's what I'm saying. So, but, but it's trying to get to the level beyond that where you you don't mind losing so much, but you really you just like competing for, for just, just competing sake. Yeah, yeah, I'm good at that with like, games and things. Because winning and losing doesn't matter, does it? No, no, I get that. If I, was playing, going for it. if I was playing a hand of cards, that's exactly how I would feel. But if you get in a situation where you feel like someone else is taking it seriously... Then there's a J on the branch. There's a J in that tree. That there it goes. I will never get a picture of a J. They just move too fast. But we've got them up here in these woods. So um. But we've talked about this before the competition. Thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Sort of like that thing of the finish of races. Yeah. Which I want to write an article about actually for Runners World because it's a it's a thing of like, am I going to go for this? He's going for it. Yeah. Well, if he's going to go it, then I'm not going to. Or maybe I will because he's. Got, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a decision, isn't it? Yeah, and I don't like. I don't like that. I, don't, I really don't. I think because on the one hand, it's like there's some selfishness has to happen. Some stranger right, on the Sunday in the Crouchen 10k. Yeah. Some stranger pulls up next to me. Yeah. And he starts. He's in my personal space. Yeah. Or she. Why are they in your personal probably, space? You know, I'm just feeling him in my space. And he's going for it. He's using me to to get a good speed off. Right. Now, at that moment, one or two things is going to happen, neither of which I'll feel good about. Right. One, he's going to, he's pacing off of me. And I think, don't you pace off of me. I'm not, I'm not here for you. Right. I'm not here to support your run. Yeah. We don't have a relationship, you know. Right. I feel used. Right. Or, I think, all right then, come on then. And I race them. Yeah. And then I feel aggressive and combative. And I don't want to be either of those people. But why can't you transcend both those and just say, by by lining up and paying for entry, yeah. we've embarked on a, this thing called a race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... I don't know you, but you're a runner, so we've obviously got a few. We've obviously got a few things in common. Yeah. Not only that, we're about the same level. Yeah. We both know that this isn't really important. 
Yeah, that's the bit I don't trust him. It's the sign of a... Just him or me to know. But it's a sign of a really healthy society that we even have running as a sport. Yeah. As opposed to a means of survival. Yeah. We're doing really well as a culture. We we ski down mountains for fun. So what you're really saying is that if I race this guy to the finish line, we're celebrating the success of capitalism. No, it's not. Well, not really, no. It's just about, it's just seeing it for what it is. Yeah, yeah. Almost by deciding not to race, you're making it more important than it is. It's just a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. So if you enjoy it more not racing, then don't race. But don't be ashamed if you want to try and out-sprint him. But can I... It's a laugh. Can I run and run fast without racing? Well, you tell me. <laughs> I mean, is that... What, in terms of without racing or the balance? Because I'd be there... I suppose if I'm on the motorway, driving my car, and I scope out one of these other drivers yeah. who drives competitively. You get this a lot because we're often driving on Saturday nights Yes. when no one's driving except kids. Yeah, kids and people who have to be out and they want to get home quick. Yeah, yeah. So you get this thing where, you know, I'm coming along at the same speed. There's no change to my speed at all. Yeah. And I overtake. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Car. Yeah. And the next second. He's overtaking you. It's overtaking me. And then yeah. it goes a little bit past me. Slows down. Yeah. And up overtaking again. While it's the same speed, yeah. My speed never changes. Yeah. And I'm getting more and more cross. So you drive like you run? Yeah, very much so. Right. <laughs> You're like your steady. I'm driving at my classic 710, 715. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Getting more and more cross. (laughs) So what what we're talking about is a failure of me to interact. No, no, not at all. It's just like... Uh, Here's a film quote challenge. Now, what we have here... Is a failure to... Is a communication problem. Or a failure to communicate. Which of those is it? It's one of those. I can remember it, but I can't remember it. We just crossed the road, by the way. We came out of gorgeous, slightly misty Highgate Wood and just went through the tunnel. 
Um, I, I think that uh, obviously the driving thing's a different thing because you're totally disconnected from people there because you're in a kind of steel weapon, basically. Steel kill box. But, uh, and equally, if the, like you say, if you can find a way, if you can find whatever it is that helps you find that strong finish and use whatever you've got in your tank is a, is a good thing. But I don't want to... I don't feel overly aggressive necessarily. It's just they, they just help you run faster. Combative. You combative is, is yeah, the it's word. It's competitive, but they, they make you run faster, don't they? Yeah. I run faster in races. Yeah. Because it's just like, I understand what this is. It's a race. And I quite, I, 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 I get that. But isn't that a beautiful thing? That's why uh, a marathon or a park run is only a race if you want it to be. Yeah, so as all races are. No, no, that's not true. If the spirit of the 10K is that it's a race. And well, if no, you're not racing, you're not taking no, it seriously. No, it's seen as a crouch and fun run. Yeah, well, I think even that. I know, I know people who do, that's the only run they do a year. Yeah. Not the only race they do a year, the only run they do a year. Yeah, but they're really. They're not racing. But they're really strict about the headphones. Yeah. Oh, so it's all about the headphones for you. Well, I think that's a, that's a talisman. Right. It's a talisman of how, how man-running it is. It becomes a race when you can't listen to music. Don't make it about me. No, no, but I'm saying... I'm saying about the run. I'm saying that it's, it's a very... A it's a slightly ascetic, masculine, monkish run for serious runners who like to have a bit of fun. And I think it's the old attitude to running. I think it's very mid-20th century. So you're saying that women don't like to race? No, I'm saying it's a masculine <laughs> mindset. I think women love to race. I think mean, they're good at it. They do it without any of this pissing competition stuff. Does that count as a swear? No, but why is it a pissing competition to want to beat someone in a race? I don't understand. Because then they go, Ugh! you know, it's like when people come on and say, Ugh! you know, just start to, they, you get that kind of trash talky factor. It's only men who do that. Or maybe women do, but I don't know them. I just think it's don't you think that people are competitive and in an uncomfortable way? It's not. It's not all beautiful. It's not. A, it's not like a hippie I think, race. I just think it's healthy. I think games you just like and races where people want to beat other people is a healthy. I think it's a healthy thing, and I think you feel it as well. No, I think I feel more complicated about it because I think you're right in terms of loving a run and wanting to go fast. Careful, careful. But equally. Let some bikes go past here. Here's another one. Um, I've got no relationship with sport. That's my thing. No, but you have. Because you've run marathons. Yeah, that's right. But wider sport, competitive sport, following sport, yeah, yeah. playing team games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when I was little, going right back to Raise the Lost Ark, my brother and my dad, and not my mum, were really into. Sports, my football and all that. Football, yeah. cricket, my dad played. Yeah. They're really good at it, and I think I'm sure that they laid it out for me to be a part of that scene, and I didn't get into it. Maybe it's just my nature. I think part of it was knowing that winning was important, and knowing that being the little one, I would always lose. Yeah. And that sowed a bunch of seeds. But that sort of. Uh, but that's over now. Yeah, but then what? You're, so you're, get, you're, you're an adult. Yeah, what's the difference between that being over and me getting over myself? But we, we, we were starting from a point of me being wrong. No, no, no. But I'm just saying. Yeah, you're you, saying you feel complicated about about it. Yeah, but I'm not going to suddenly 
come around to your point of view and relax. There's, there's no point of view. You're, you're obviously I training. I think you've got a point of view. No, but you're training harder for the marathon to get faster, aren't you? Yeah. For the next marathon. Yeah, but then, you see, ultimately, I see the distinction of competing with myself. Yeah. That's the only person I'm happy competing with. And I see the, the balancing act, the difficult bit, is using the people around me yeah, to, in order to, to do compete that. with myself. But then yeah, yeah, yeah. I still... That's what I'm saying. I'm slightly uncomfortable with it, as is clear. Why do you think this? this? Am I deluding myself? But does that, if you compete with yourself, does that mean that you beat yourself? I beg your pardon? Do you pronounce yourself a victor? <laughs> I pronounce, I've defeated myself. What well, are you defeating in yourself? I don't know. I mean, it's interesting, <laughs> isn't it? I like, we always play for the PB. But it yeah. was a great moment for me when the clear voice in my head, the running voice, which I think when I wasn't running, I'd always assume wanted the best possible performance. Yeah. But then I was doing a run, and I said to myself, you know, imagine if you get older and slower, and that's the fastest you ever run. And yeah. the voice in my head said, yeah, so? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It doesn't matter, you know, and that's great. But, that's how I feel, yeah. But equally, it's nice to, you know, to do better. And it was interesting with the marathon. You know, in the wider scheme of things, my just over three and a half is a good time. Of course it is. You're layman. It's a great time. All the mums and dads at school, oh, well done. It's a great time. I have to so fight the to go and say, well, I've done it better in the past. Yeah, Because yeah. it doesn't matter. There's no need for that at all. No. It's a great time. So instead of finding a way for me to relax about competing with other people, we found a way for me to not even enjoy competing with myself. Damn it. So. I, su- I suppose it's like, if, if you're fit and you're up for it, it just adds another level of drama to the, to the day. Yeah. If someone goes past you with like, listen, I'm not, sometimes people go past me with like 400 metres to go. Yeah. And I slow down so that they can. Or if you've got Dame Kelly Holmes coming up behind you. Yeah, but I slow down so they can because I'm yeah, just yeah. not. Let them I'm too tired. It. I'm not asked. I yeah, just yeah, can't yeah. do it. There's nothing in me to do it. Yeah, that's Including right. the desire to do it. Yeah. And but in the marathon, I know that when I'm running, it's that ultimately, it doesn't matter. Use anything. Use what you've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing's real and everything is. But sometimes I'll go past with 400 metres to go. And I think I'm not having that. I think I'm going to have him. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I like that. Yeah. It gives me a drama. It makes it. Well, it's clarity, isn't it? It's clarity either way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when someone goes past you and think, "Oh well, there they go." Yeah. That's a really clear relationship with your body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's you know. I'm that kid. You're not. <laughs> On paper, <Good> luck. <laughs> I can't have to run after that person. <laughs> In practice, never going to happen. Yeah. So, but then that's also different. Going right back to your runs at the weekend is. It's different over different distances, isn't it? And I really will find it difficult to run 10K without music. But I ran my last 10K without music, you know, because they're often quite strict on that. Right. I think it's because they're small road runs, the roads aren't closed, the marshals need to have power. But I would also always argue that a 10K is a slightly serious run for serious runners. Right. I stand by that. (laughs) But some people say it's an interim run for people who can't handle the half marathon. Yeah, there's yeah. Half, there's at least half of the people are purely fun runners. But do you think demographically, do you think it's got the same feel as a marathon or half oh, marathon? Of course it hasn't, no. Because no. it's less of a distance. Yeah. But for people... Which allows for a kind of sprinty, grabby, rariness that you can't get over a longer distance. Longer distance is more automatically zen. Whatever speed you're running at. Yeah, there's people... If you're an aggressive mindset, there's aggressive people trying to beat three hours for the marathon. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. It. 
Yeah. Nudging each other and swearing. And We've just got up to uh, Ali Pali and it's starting to really rain. It is raining. It's nice though. Probably not so good for the uh, phones in my hands. Or <laughs> the... Uh, do you think it's going to be okay for the... We've run before in the rain, haven't we? Yeah, this should be fine. This should be okay. The recorders! He's talking about the recorders! Often you'll find, in my experience, that the most competitive runners yeah. are often the most gentle people when they're not running. That's interesting. So it's somewhere to put it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like really nicely soft-spoken. And just maniacs when they get, when they get out there, you know. Because uh, it is a safe dispersal of an aggressive impulse, isn't it? Safe dispersal, like when you use your sponge. Yeah. Different kind of safe dispersal. But no one's getting hurt, are they? Misty London. Let's see if I can get a picture back. That's really spectacular. It's not misty, really. It's rainy. Get a few. Woo! Yeah. Probably, it's not really coming out in the photo. It's incredible. Can I put a... Uh, Brief Zen saying at this point. The sound of the rain needs no translation. Oh, nice. Ah. <laughs> I love the sound of the rain. It's funny. Got flat roofs in our house. And when the rain really comes down, it's incredible. And you think, oh, it's like being in a tent. Yeah. And then when you're in a tent and it rains like that, you think, oh my God, I hope the tent doesn't fall down. <laughs> yeah. Although having said that then... That's exactly what we thought this time last year when we were in Cumbria in a yurt. But um, for other middle-class details... Um, I've never been to a yurt. It sounds good fun, though. Uh, well, ask my, ask my wife and she'll disabuse you of that right. notion. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was good and bad. Good and bad. But um, then we went to a festival. Yeah. And, of course, the rain provided a great sound leveller. And... Uh, where other people partying and music in the distance had kept us awake the night before. The loud yet steady rain got us all a good night's sleep. That's good, yeah. It can get quite soothing, can't it? Yeah. yeah. So this is a run we've done loads, isn't it? Round the top of Ali Pali. Yeah, and when we do this 10k on Sunday... It, it kind of takes us around here a bit. Yeah, that's right. Which is nice. I wonder what the weather's going to be like at the weekend. So, uh, so I suppose this leads us naturally into... What you after for the 10k? Yeah, well, I, I mean, <laughs> it's okay. at the end of that convoluted, slightly complicated philosophical inquiry into the nature of competition. Well, I think we found we found some interesting stuff. Yeah, but I think that um, going back right to the beginning, I don't think I'm quite ready after the marathon for, for a racy to race. do my best stuff. Yeah. But on the other hand, I do feel pretty fit. Yeah, I think it's more kind of legs and twinges. Yeah, I think lungs and Energy-wise, yeah, I'm pretty good to go. I think, I think it'll be a question of getting out there, trying to run the best on the day, and then using that to assess where I'm at. Yeah. But then you were really fit for the marathon, so it's a different situation. I, I used, the marathon showed me where I was at very clearly, you know, for better or worse. But so look, this will be that only a over shorter distance. You will find yourself... It's likely that you'll find yourself stronger than you expect just because you've got those miles in your That's legs. right, absolutely. You feel I, I, like the I, second lap, don't you, of those 10Ks? You think, I expect wow, to feel good. Yeah, that's right. And of course, there are. You, you, you always rate everything below your achievement level at naught. Yeah. So that's the other thing. It's just the feeling that there's people in front of you and people behind you, you know, it's, it's healthy. But on the other hand, I don't want to 
I just don't want to hope too much, you know. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to be disappointed with myself if I'm running it three, five, ten minutes slower than Absolutely. the last of time I did you one. Don't. No, 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 no. You know. You shouldn't be putting any pressure on yourself at all, really. Yeah. At this stage, there's just no point. It's always nice to do a run you've run before. Yeah. Because you know it a bit better. And I felt like that with London. Obviously, I've run it so many times. I've yeah. been a few years. It just feels shorter. It does, yeah. Because you're joining the dots in your head. There's no yeah. big empty spaces your of imagination. Your brain's work. Your brain's dragging you into the finish, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Crouch End's a nice route. It's it's a bit like Bath, isn't it? It's kind of a double loop, but it's slightly cleverly It's, it's a bit messy quirky and twisty-turny, and there's a few yeah. hills, but it's all right. Yeah. There's Last year you did what? Just under 42, did you? Was it? I can't remember. No, I think just over 42. I did right. just under 42 in the uh, Harrogate Hill Town half. I mean, right. 10k. Right. 41.59, in fact, yeah. it was just kind of ridiculous. So that's the, my most recent 10k, and that's a year ago. So, you know, whatever result I get, that will be the one I'm comparing it with. The one I'm going back towards. Yeah. But um, we'll see. Yeah. I really wonder what it would be like. It was a hot day last time, and it was hot for the second half. It's cold for the marathon. I think if the 10 was like this, it'd be nice, although it wouldn't be nice for the hanging around and stuff. I, uh, last year, I I just ran it with my son. Yeah. And with, and with the aim to beat 50 minutes for him, pacing yeah. through. And we managed to beat 45, sort of by chance, really. Yeah, yeah. And I really enjoyed just helping him. Yeah. Just yeah. running with him. It was great. It I was a lovely a, feeling. I went for a run with my son the other day. Yeah. He's so... He really isn't competitive. Yeah. He loves a good game. Yeah. He's, he's very... He hasn't really been included in sports at school. Right. So he hasn't got the taste for it, but he's quite physically apt. Yeah. If he gets into something, he's good at frisbee. And he's running. He's running style. We saw him running for a frisbee once last summer, like, you know, yeah. 10 paces. Like a natural moment. And we both went, oh, it was like the end of Jerry Maguire. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's, like that's you. a lovely form. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, like anyone with sense, you take him out for a run, he's like, oh, it's I want to. I want to stop work. running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I really felt, for the first time when we ran the other day, I mean, we just ran around a really little park right near us. But I could see, on the one hand, I could see my joy in getting him to a park run. Yes. I'd yeah. like to get all my family to the park run. Yes. And, yeah. uh, but conversely, the long and gentle route we'd have to take to get there, yes. so that he wouldn't go sod that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which again, quite reasonable, you know. It's always it's how I would have felt about that at that time, playing in the back of my of mind. That thing that makes it so pleasurable is it's the utter simplicity of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The complete convenience of running that it's always at hand. Yeah. Even if you're just on your way, you're late for the tube or something, you can, all, you can just run and you get a bit of a glimpse of it, don't you? It's yeah. just there. Yeah, yeah. Ever no, funny enough, I think when I started know. running, I often forget this, and it was a crucial moment that year when I'd lost weight and I was doing quite a lot of exercise and feeling pretty good about my uh, body. And, but before I started running three times a week, I ran back to the car for some keys that we really <laughs> needed. Oh, yeah. no, we've forgotten the keys. Yeah. And I ran all the way to the car and back. I was about, probably about 10 minutes. Yeah. And I did it, and I just felt amazing. Yeah. So I can't believe I did that. That's when you realise, yeah, you? absolutely. I had that when I uh, we were coming back from skiing in France once, from Dover down the A2, whatever it was. And you were running behind the car. Well, no, we, we did the classic 
you know, we'll refuel in Dover or whatever. That's where we'll be. Sorry, I'm going to take a little detour. Yeah. This is where the 10K is going to go. And this is actually quite a good bit because you come up here and you go up along there and it looks flat. It isn't. It's a long, slow climb off across the front of the hill. And it, it sorts the men from the boys a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. And the women from the girls. So, sorry, A2, Dover. No, no, so we, ju we, we just run out of petrol on the motorway. That's the feeling it's when you run out of petrol. That's when you really feel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. So, but I got to do that thing where you pick up the petrol canister and run two miles down the motorway to the petrol station. <laughs> <laughs> that thing that everyone wants to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really, I quite enjoyed it because it felt quite dramatic. Yeah, yeah. And it was also nice that you were fit enough to do it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That I will be back in about 20 minutes as opposed to like an hour. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and that's because... We can run. And also, and that's really great, fundamentally, and maybe this ties in with the whole competitive thing, you feel like a hero. You know, yeah. it's a quest. Yeah. You come back and everyone will go, yeah. you succeeded, and you go, yes, yes, I you did. You managed to be simultaneously a hero and an absolute idiot in the first place of running out of petrol. <laughs> so it's one of those. Because <laughs> it's uh, on you, the run out of petrol. But I've filled a car up, not once, but twice, with the wrong kind of petrol. Oh, and, and the second time, I can't believe I did it a second time. Yeah. But I did it in London, and, you know, it was so complicated because disposing of the diesel, there's loads of oh, bylaws. So they had to take the car to Leatherhead and re remove the fuel tank yeah. and then dispose of the diesel responsibly. The first, uh, the first time I did it in a... Uh, in the services in Belgium. Yeah. And this bloke came and just pumped the diesel out into the car park, <laughs> just onto the ground. <laughs> I think he was smoking while he did it. The environment? Yeah, smoking on the phone. <laughs> and toying with the flamethrower. And that's why we have to stay in Europe for moments like that. Yeah, that's right. In. Remain. Yeah, well, I think, I think we will remain. It's going to be interesting. There's 42 days left, isn't there? So. Yeah, but going to be interesting is a bit strong, that's the thing. There was a nice moment for London, the mayoral election. Yeah, it was great. But ultimately, the elections. And it's, yeah, it's exciting stuff and it's important, but it's not Game of Thrones, is it? No. It's but not the thrill ride it should be. Because people, Not because it isn't. I don't mean, oh, politics is boring. I mean, because... The whole community is very disengaged. Yeah. It's no less really to do with us than it no should be. No one were really bothered about the London. No. But Mario elections. I mean, I voted, but yeah. no one was really that bothered. That's why the, the uh, dog whistle campaign was so incredibly misjudged. It kind of woke everyone up. Yeah. It, it literally, it didn't just uh, not win it. It lost it. To be honest, I don't even think Zach Goldsmith was down with it. I don't know what he was doing. No, but he signed up to it, didn't he? That's no excuse. He's just a tough environmentalist. That's he was right. in way over his head, wasn't he? He came out like the night before saying, oh, by the way, uh, I'm also an environmentalist. Yeah. Too late, mate. Yeah. You tried to trump it. That was basically, they went all in on Donald Trump politics and London showed the world that people don't all think like that, thank goodness. And also, hopefully, the rest of Britain is reminded that London doesn't necessarily mean the same thing as Westminster and business and the media, you know? There's a real community here. Quite a diverse community. Yeah, I just don't think people are that engaged. No. I think Europe gets people going, which is which could be the problem in terms of the Brexit, because it might get people engaged to leave. Did you the, smell the that hogweed? That really smelled bad. Yeah. It didn't smell good, it smelled bad. But the older, more conservative voter might come out en masse, would Yeah. Well, you know, you can always find lots of people to agree with whatever your viewpoint is on Facebook, but 
it wasn't Facebook that won the no. general election, and then Facebook goes, oh, I can't believe it. It's like, calm down, you're not the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, we love it on Facebook, and we'd like to see you there looking at our pictures. And yeah. Or on no, Twitter. We've got Facebook running commentary. No, no, I mean, that's the, that's the home of good stuff on Facebook. Let's be clear on that. Ali Pally in the rain. Brilliant. It's really, really dramatic. There is, you're absolutely right. There's just been a quintessential Englishness to this run today. Ali Pally in the, this greenness. They're playing some sort of French, or some kind of old French school. cricket. I don't know what they're doing. I think they're playing a, what's the game they play in the Fantastic Mr. Fox? Where you get two points, you have to run around in a circle. Oh, yeah. And then you shout, hot pucks, and go into the square. <laughs> That's a great move, isn't it? I think they're just playing rounders, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, yeah, no one knows. Yeah. I think they're playing throw the throw mud. Yeah. Throw the mud. Stop throwing mud! <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> if you haven't heard that episode of Running Commentary, that was a callback to one of Paul's stories from a few weeks ago. So, what, uh, what, what, how fast do you think you're going to go at this 10k? Well, I'm going to try and... It's like sort of London, like that, like if the alien, if, an, if a really fast alien suddenly possessed my body and I became someone else, it's quite a big if. Yeah, I'd beat 40 minutes. Yeah, I'd be really happy with anything under 41, and I'd take anything under 42. Yeah, and it's all good. And if and if I suddenly get really tired and I just can't race post London, I just go. I'll just accept it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's one Absolutely. of those. I'm not putting too much mental energy into it, but I will go out with the idea of trying to do well, something fairly as swift. ever, I'll be slightly uh, behind you on that. I think if I get anywhere near 42, I'll just be happy that, I'm, that I can get I'm a whiff back, of my old fitness. Yeah. But I think... Uh, I think a 10k and 45 is the, is the rougher yeah. marker. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. I think the main thing... As ever, if you can, especially with the short distances, is just save something for the second lap. Yeah, yeah. So you're overtaking people on the Absolutely. second lap. Absolutely. That negative split is m- way more possible over 10k than Absolutely. a marathon. And if you can get in that groove, the second lap's just much more fun. But you know when the next real deadline in my diary is, and I will bear in mind what you're saying about getting injured after a marathon. Yeah. In a few weeks. Yeah. I think. The very beginning of July, so how long is that? Five weeks, six weeks? Yeah. I'm going to be in Manchester. Right. I'm going to go to South Manchester Park. Do the park run, run right. I'm going to beat my PB. Right. That, well, that's the schedule. No, but that's a really... That's good. That's, that's a good aim, isn't it? It's realistic. Because it's, it's also you getting faster over shorter distances. Yeah, yeah. In the summer, that's what it means. Yep. And, that'll be re- and it's, it doesn't mean too much high mileage, because you want to leave it till. You know, into July and August before you start hitting the high yeah, miles. Yeah, yeah. And then in August, I'll be in, in July and August, I'll be in Wales and Scotland, so I can get that You'll hill strength hills, in as well. Yeah. So well, it's quite exciting like a, here. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's great. Is it raining harder? Is it just because we're under trees? I think it's raining harder. It's getting there. It's pretty nice. Although we might have been back by now if we hadn't been wandering around the bare feet. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. I hope you all understand what we got up to there. I think we really worked something through, didn't we? We're taking our shoes off. <laughs> we weren't holding hands. Shoes and socks and pants. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, God, have you got a massage coming up? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
So yeah, so you have to see if you can come to Manchester and coach me through that. We I'd both get a PB. I'd love to. Uh, and uh, in the park. At some point we'll gig together in Manchester. And do it. Absolutely. I'm going to do, be doing a lot of park runs in the summer. Yeah. To try and get chisel. I heard. Down. I think someone might be starting a park run in Clissold Park. That's interesting. That'd be great. Wouldn't Want to go and try the Hackney Marshes Park Run? Where the Hackney Half started yeah. the other day. Very flat. Very flat over there. I'm doing that golden mile thing. Oh, great. In the middle oh, of yeah, I wish I could do that. I'll be in Edinburgh. I'll do the Edinburgh Park that weekend. And uh, and then, I know it's too soon to ask, but then what, you, what, you, what, what? what do you want from the what? Yorkshire Marathon? Well, I'm after sub three. Sub three. Definitely the, uh, the dream remains. Good. Because the... Uh, so you're going to knock off like 11 minutes. I'm going to try to, yeah. You ran well. It's, that's a big, it's a big ask. Yeah, I mean, it's a good ask. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'll, I'll, is, is it the fastest course? You, would you say? You've, well, you've done it before. Haven't you? It's my fastest course. Is it but f- it's hilly. It's hilly, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like how hilly? Uh, not that hilly. Right. It's not flat. Right. So <laughs> are, are the downhill stretches as well? No, it's all up. It's it's laid out by MC Continuously. It just keeps going up. Uphill stretch. It's basically up at this kind of square staircase. Right. And you just keep running up it. And there's no distance. And you run your best time on that. That's right. You you start off down a hill. Right. uh, Which doesn't really notice at the time. Yeah. Until you get to the end. You get to these traffic lights. Yeah. And literally, maybe about half a mile to go, you turn left. And there's a hill, like a proper hill. What, the end? Yes. Wow. And you're, it's real, it's brilliant. This is kind of, Classic you York. have got to be kidding me. Classic Yorkshire. <laughs> yeah. That's really, and it's really good for me when I had that, when I was on first sub 315. Because it was like the final, you know, I'd got to a point of thinking, wow, I'm going to make this. Yeah. And then I turned into that hill. Bastard. And it was like a good hard slap ah. to the face. Yeah. You think you're going to make this? Run up this. Slap. But you did make it. Yeah, totally. And I think it makes a, a very exciting finish. Uh, it's definitely bumpy the whole rest of the way. Right. I think that they... Don't be misled by me getting good time. I think that was just timing for me. Right. But again, I don't know. It, it well, was foggy as well. Maybe I'll, uh, you know, try and beat my PB with a more of a look to beating Sub 3 at London. Because I know London. Yeah. I know the course. I know what it is. Oh, no, but just oh, I don't want to put you off that faster. aim. Don't want to put you off that aim for a sub three. Though. No, but if it's hilly, then it might not be achievable. Yeah. Well, you could go off to Berlin. That's flat. No, I don't want to do that. I'm in Berlin. Are we can't cross it. We can cross it. We're in Priory Park now. It's absolutely. It's really there. pouring with rain. Yeah. So hopefully, there's been no technical issues there. Particularly as we've really hit on some wonderful truths, haven't we? It's been nice, yeah. It's, it's been, been great. And this is where we'll be on uh, Sunday morning for the mythical Crouch N 10K. So if you're in London and the it's pouring rain. Fun run 10K. And it starts half nine. Yeah. Isn't that a bit ascetic? That's not really a party time a to start a run, quick. is it? But then London starts at 10 and that's a marathon. That's true. It's not offensively early. Part run starts at nine. <laughs> And they give us donuts at the end, which is very nice. And a medal and a t-shirt. But the donut feels a bit like the pleasure pain principle. Yeah. You've suffered through your run. Now eat your jam. Running for the donut. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't like jam donuts, uh, I'll give you a ring. (laughs) 
Like it's a little joke for you there. What I do at the end fun. of the Crouch and 10K as well is develop this tradition of running back down the course to meet a mate, one of my best mates, Julie. Yeah. And she's the one who, it's her one run of the year. Right. So she doesn't do any training. Right. She just does it in about an hour, an hour and ten. So I just run back down the course and meet her and jog in. And bring her in. Oh, that's she's nice. With her. And is that fun for her or irritating? I've never actually asked her. <laughs> no. no, I think she enjoys it. But to, to be honest, she's normally listening to music, so I don't know. What? Yeah, she's listening They've to had church. more and more of that. People have been killed in accidents. They haven't. They imply that they have. I like the uh, I like the finish of the Crouch and Tenko because you come into the park, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You can do that little leg round it. Suddenly you're on grass for the end. And yeah. There's loads of Racing supporters. strangers. I really like that bit. Who then go over the line and go, yeah. and I come over the line and think, why aren't I as tired as that? Not this year, though. I'm going to give it some. I've learned. We've talked about it. If someone's there with you with 200 metres to go. I'm going to find a way to race that stranger. Come on, strangers. Let's embrace the spirit of competition. Embrace the race. And then embrace each other yeah. in a gasping, sweaty celebration of our what I won't physical ex- exertions. What I won't have in races is people overtaking me beyond the finishing line. <laughs> you know those people who yeah, the finishing come line. in half a second behind you? Yeah, the finishing line is the spiritually I'm sorry, the finish line, this is the finish line. Yeah. Get back. But ultimately, that's their sadness, isn't it? Yeah. That's a tiny version of the woman cheating on the marathon. Yeah. Because who are you trying to kid? No, it's already happened. She's tried to reframe that, though, is that she had a panic, a panic attack, got well, confused and ended up running oh, the wrong so way. Oh, so she's a cheat and a liar. <laughs> well, now I really approve. She, um, uh, have you not read her interview in OK Magazine? Funnily enough, no. Right. OK, I think it's a bit strong. Yeah. A very bad magazine. Not OK. But she, uh, not OK, man. She's saying she had an anxiety attack. <laughs> I wonder if we can get that Jamie Oliver scooter guy to give us a backy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, that's funny, and I'm glad you said that about the funnel, because it reminded me of something really beautiful, which I should remember in this context. Yeah. Which is when I got my, when I did my speedy half marathon at the Royal Parks. Yeah. That guy who clearly used me to get a really good time. Yeah. So he was totally, I was, as discussed, just completely pacing, steady, one speed. Yeah. So he just hung behind me, Yeah. used me, had no, he wasn't dissing my speed at all. I was making a good pace, he was yeah. staying with it. Yeah. And then at the finish line, he, uh, he overtook me. Yeah. And then he came over, he was really chuffed. He thanked me, shook my hand, and that was the first, that was the first I'd known of it. That's great, that's and, amazing. And I didn't, and I didn't begrudge really nice him that at all. Yeah. So that's really... So you don't mind people racing as long as they thank you afterwards? No, as long as it's in, the, in good part. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And equally, I was completely passive there. Yeah. But I got a good time too. Well, you're not passing because you're, you're setting a good pace, aren't you, I suppose? No, I mean, that's right. It's testament to your pace that people want to key off it. That's right. And I'm they never, you're an idi- they're not going to follow an, idi- an idiot. No, that's right. And I'm <laughs> never going to find a sprint. I mean, like those guys at the park run who come steaming past at the end. Yeah. They're amazing, and they're getting incredible times. But I still think if you've got that much of a gear change, you should have been running faster before. You should maybe use it up, yeah. Yeah. And this is people who are running minutes faster than me. Yeah. I still think they're getting it wrong. What, you talk about the guys who lap you? Yeah, or whatever, the guys who just appear. I think they're slightly... 
at some level, despite really thinking about their pace and really timing their race, I think they're slightly leaning into the drama of the gear change. Right, right. right. And as a result, at some level, they, they could be going they're keeping something back. Yeah. I mean, particularly over 5K, yeah, over yeah. what to them could potentially be 15 minutes. Yeah. In the end, you just want to be running as fast as you can all of the time. Yeah, yeah. If they're that young and fit... You should have something left, but if you've got loads left, then there's been a bit of a exactly. Mismatch. Yeah, yeah. There's something left. It's fine, but they're they're pulling a big. They're like yeah, block yeah, yeah, shifting yeah, 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 up yeah. two gears, aren't they? Yeah. Sorry, the road is so noisy. It's really, uh, it's really uh, coming down. The road's wet. Here we go. I actually, uh, I feel a bit sad about the rain today. So I think it's quick, 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 quick. I think it's very, very wet all over Britain, and today's the day. They reopen the main road up through the middle of the Lake District. All right. After it's been closed all winter. And now it's raining again. Yeah, I hope that it, they don't have to close it again. But there we are. It rains a lot up there. So you're at that level where you can run seven, eight miles and just not feel it at all, really? Yeah. Post-marathon, really, haven't you? Absolutely. You've got all that distance in it. Yeah. No, and I think, I'm sure... As ever, you know, I, I've got, I don't want to lose anyone who's like considering a run or yeah. doing a 5K. But I really like the way I seem to very organically drifted to the point of doing a kind of two marathons a year rhythm. Yeah. But it's a good. I think that's a good rhythm to get into. It's I a mean, good rhythm. It means you, yeah. you're not you're not going crazy with it. They're far enough apart. Yeah. But you know. You can actually have a life. You can have a little rest outside after the first one, yeah. But it just keeps the thing kind of simmering. And also, I realised when it was so sunny, and I need to get out running. That why not have a race at the end of all this running? Because if it's gonna, I love running in the summer. Yeah, yeah. That's where I want to be doing my mileage. Absolutely. So let's have a race at the end of that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We'll have to run some. We're talking last time about interesting people. We're gonna sort that out. Gonna run yeah. in some interesting places. Yeah. Find some places to go. I was in the, the West Country last weekend. It's yeah. good down there, I met some runners. Good stuff. I had to run in another country. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Places, things. You oh, know. We've got the diorites. Yeah. With intent too. That's right. And you know, in terms of our jobs and our families. Oh, they'll just wait, won't they? They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Running does... It can fit in around stuff, can't it? Oh, it's interesting. Um, going back to your petrol can run. Yeah. It is interesting. I always thought there's a really strong argument for... Um, if you want to get into exercise... Um, run out of petrol. Using uh, exercise to get you where you go. You know, oh, get on your yeah, bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run to work. All this stuff. But I absolutely love running off and then just running back, you know, for no good reason. Like I think, if holiday. anything, it's a holiday. Yeah. And in terms of, it was a really good article, actually, by uh, Melissa Dahl in the New York Times, okay. who, which was that stuff about the actual biology of how a run makes you feel better. Right. Helps you grow new brain cells, move on from... It makes you stronger in dealing with stressful situations. That's so there was an t- experiment they did where people did a run or didn't do a run. Yeah. And the people who didn't do a run did different exercises, so they weren't doing nothing. Right. And they showed them a 
it was like a traumatic video. And the thing was, everyone was equally upset about it. Yeah. But then they interviewed them like an hour after that. Yeah. And the people who'd done the run. But then to the marathon. They'd got over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And Just a bit more chills. And I think that thing, I really think that, I mean, I know I'm a running evangelist, but, I, you know, I think it's a, a medically good treatment for, uh, you know, stress and depression and stuff. And I think it actually works best for that. If you take it in that way, in that I'm not running anywhere, I'm not running to work and back, I'm not carrying a, a I'm metaphorical or actual rucksack. Yes. I'm just, I'm just it's running. Got that, it's got that play element, which is why it's nice to stop off and have a few sprints every now and again, or if you feel like stretching mid-run, just have a stretch, because that's what your body needs then. You that's what you are, that's what you are, you're the spirit of fartlek. But just... That's, it has to remain fun. Hey, this is good because we're going up this last Just quite steep a, hill. Behind a rubbish and we're behind a, uh, a uh, rubbish truck. All right, mate. It smells pretty bad. I was going to get a picture of it, but I think the... Uh, that looks a bit aggressive. The, uh, you might have ended up in the back of it. And now it was the, uh, the phone for the pictures is complaining about the rain. Right. They're going to get back to your house and put the phones in a big bowl of rice. Do you remember Woody Bot Muddy? Yes, I save it. <laughs> Woody Bot Muddy was a comedian. Huge in his day. He was a big closing act. And it just goes to show how much sillier UK comedy was. Because the main body of his act, he used to pull out old records and get the audience to vote on whether to save it or destroy it. Yeah. <laughs> He was a nail it. He'd nail it to his board, wouldn't he, if they didn't like it? Yeah. And people get so emotional. Yeah. Real passion. He'd stick on Dancing Queen or something. Yeah, yeah. And they would go, save it! Save it! Nail it. <laughs> <laughs> and in between, carnage. he'd take a handful of rice and rub it into the top of a broom, saying, rice. <laughs> Just fantastic. It was a different time. Well, this is nice. We've reached the end of the run. What, does, uh, what are the numbers in terms of distance? Yeah, I'll tell you. While I'm getting that, that up, gorgeous. sum up that run in, uh, nice. in uh, one sentence. Hot English. It was very English, wasn't it? I don't think my little phone, grass. My phone can't handle the... Uh, it was seven miles. That's cool. We'll take that. Yeah. Lovely. Well, get in touch. Get in touch, running commentary. Tell us what you're doing this summer. As I say, we're doing the uh, Yorkshire Marathon, various small races. Any idea for quirky races, like little midweekers that we might be able to do? Yeah, yeah. We're looking at evening, we're looking at night time, possible spooky sprint, this stuff. And keep in touch. It's always, you know, we love talking to you online. We want to be, we're not the only people in this conversation. We're going to go and wash all the uh, um, mud off our feet. Awesome. Farewell. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible Resistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.